I used to thrive off of being the one that got called when shit was hitting the fan. I, I don't want to be that person anymore. It's an ego boost for me, right? I know how to do things. They're calling me, hurrah me, right? But it's not an ego boost anymore. It actually really stresses me out and causes me anxiety, which I've ignored for years. I don't want to be the one having to shape shift and shift my schedule and juggle all the things. I want calm. Welcome everyone. In case you are new to the podcast, I would like to take a moment to introduce myself and why I decided as a busy working mom to find the time to put this together. When I was in my late 30s, after working as a surgical physician assistant for about 13 years, I found myself severely burned out. This affected my relationships, my work, my mental, and ultimately my physical health. I felt like I didn't have time to breathe, let alone the time to find the resources to help me out of my burnout cycle. I did find a way out that has led me to a more fulfilled and joyful life. I would like to be a resource for you to do the same. I will walk you through simple steps to integrate into your busy day to help you move out of the burnout cycle. Even if you feel like you don't have time to breathe, you can do this. If I can do it, literally anybody can. Please note, because I am nowhere near perfect, I may slip up and use an occasional minor curse word for emphasis or due to raw emotion. Please be aware. Thank you so much for being here. Let's break the burnout cycle together. Are you looking for another great podcast? So if you're recovering from burnout, you're starting to learn your self-worth, you want to negotiate for higher salary and become a financially free PA, a great podcast to tune into is called The PA Is In. It's hosted by Tracy Bingaman, who is such a lovely human and has taught me so much as a PA. It's a podcast by PAs for PAs, where boundaries reign and common sense is making a comeback. You'll hear from thought leaders in medicine about legislative updates, optimal team practice, and how to heal as a whole person. Be sure to add the PA is in to your queue and tune in to the latest episode. Hey, everyone, welcome back. This week on the podcast, ooh, I like this one a lot. When I was super burned out and I started reading all of the self-help books I could get my hands on, a lot of them talked about sitting down and writing down or thinking about things that made you joyful. And one book even said, really use your imagination. I mean, just really imagine the best life you could have. I remember sitting there and thinking to myself, I like to ski. My brain had been shut down for so many years, just literally drudging and trudging through my days that the entire creativity part of my brain shut down. So the right side of your brain is your creativity. Left side of your brain is very task-oriented, let's be on time, math, science. And so I had fallen into strictly left brain. 
And so when I started talking about things that were super uncomfortable to me, like joy or what brings you happiness, I had nothing. And I remember thinking to myself, like, how sad is this that I'm so used to the drudgery of my life that is wake up, be a mom, be a PA, be a wife, clean the house, do the laundry, make sure we've got groceries, all of it, like volunteer for the PTA, make sure, you know, my eyes are dotted and my T's are crossed and I I want to have a good body so that my husband doesn't fall out of love with me and I I want to make sure that I have the proper clothes so that the moms in the neighborhood like me and I want to make sure that I have, you know, dressed properly at work so that the people there like me and I need to make sure that I'm never sick and I'm always there and I'm always available to everybody if they need me and I'll be the one that shows up and all of this was just this hamster wheel I was on. And so when I started slowing down and thinking about, well, what makes me happy? What makes me joyful? I had to go back. And literally the only thing I could think of was skiing. It was something I did as a teenager. I loved it. And I couldn't think of anything else. It was a really sad instance in my life. And even then it didn't register. It didn't register because my brain again was so shut down that it didn't, I wasn't sad about it. I was just like, man, I really don't know what lights me up. I don't know what gives me joy. I don't know what gives me happiness. And it's taken a long time to cultivate that, to bring, you know, my curiosity back online and my imagination back online and opening myself up to possibilities and opportunities and seeing things a little bit differently And so now I know what makes me joyful. I love doing my podcast. I love speaking. I love working the slides along with storytelling intermingled with it to really capture an audience and move them forward in their own lives. It absolutely, it's it's what wakes me up in the morning. I start thinking about it. I have all of these presentations coming up and I'm super excited about them. It really does give me joy. Skiing also gives me joy. Now, hanging out with my family on a Sunday gives me joy. It used to not. I'm not going to lie. That sounds awful, but it didn't. It was just the kids were young. They were super active. You know, they're like little people now. They're teenagers, and sometimes they still drive me a little bit bonkers, but they're cool to hang out with. And if you get them talking, if they actually talk, it is really cool to hear what's going on in there. What I want to really point out to you is that if you are super burned out, and you're listening to this, and you're like, I feel the same way. People are telling me to like shift towards, shift my life towards joy and what makes me happy. And I don't know where to shift because I don't even know what makes me happy anymore. Okay, this is where you're going to start. If you don't know what makes you happy, because your brain is so shut down, because you've been doing all the things for so many years, and you're just so shut off from your right brain, that's okay you will get there, I promise, with a little bit of work. Here's what you can do. You can focus on what don't you want in your life. You may not know where you want to go, but you can figure out what you don't want. And this was made very clear to me today. So I'm supposed to work from home on Wednesdays, and I schedule meetings on Wednesdays, 
that I can't otherwise schedule during the week because it is my administration day. It's the day that I have some flexibility. Well, a GI bug has been tearing through our cancer center and there was a lot of staff out. And so I get the message early this morning that my nurse is going to be out and how are we going to handle this day? So I have to suddenly shift and go in and move one of my important meetings. The other meeting I couldn't move. So I just had to do that from the cancer center. So it was a big shift for me and time that I was going to use for recording a podcast, which was taken up by my commute. So from seven to eight, I was going to use as time to sit down and record. But now that was taken up by a commute. And so I was on my commute and I was listening to a book and it was literally saying, you know, what don't you want to have in your life anymore? What are you tolerating in your life that you don't want to have anymore? And this morning I was thinking to myself, you know, I used to thrive off of being the one that got called when shit was hitting the fan. I I don't want to be that person anymore. It's an ego boost for me, right? I know how to do things. They're calling me, hurrah me, right? But it's not an ego boost anymore. It actually really stresses me out and causes me anxiety, which I've ignored for years. I don't want to be the one having to shape shift and shift my schedule and juggle all the things. I want calm. I do. I want to wake up in the morning. I want to know my schedule. And, you know, I'm okay with things changing and being flexible. I just don't want shit to hit the fan at 630 in the morning. That's what I don't want. And so, you know, if you don't know what you do want, you can at least figure out what you don't want. You can look at your life and see what is causing you the most stress and anxiety. What's causing you the most pain, the the pain points I call them in your life. You can look at your life and see what are you tolerating. Write those things down. I did this about two or three years ago and I have actually over this two or three years been able to rid myself a lot of those pain points and those things that I was tolerating. It doesn't happen overnight, but I was then able to focus on, I want to somehow move out of those things. I want to move those out of my life. And I know that when I move those out, even though I may not know exactly where I want to go, at least that's going to make my life that much better. So if you don't know, where you want to go in life. You're like, I am lost, just like I was. I was 40 years old. I was completely lost. I'd never focused on me ever, ever in my entire life. And I had no idea what to do with myself. I didn't know what made me happy. I didn't know what made me joyful. I was just stuck. My brain was so stuck. I couldn't imagine a better life. I could only imagine what my day included, but I could pick out the things in my day I didn't like. That was fairly easy to do. So being able to point to those things and say, I need to work on figuring out how I can either stop doing those things or release those things or get those off my plate. And when I started doing that, things got better. 
I just was sitting in the car this morning going, this is such a great example of what I don't want anymore. I want you to be able to do that too. I haven't been called in emergently in a long time. And that's really helped me be calm and collected and better for my family. But today, I was able to keep it calm and collected because of all of the things I put in place. I had to talk myself off a ledge multiple times today. But it was such a great example of, I don't want this in my life. I am moving towards something better for myself and my family so that I can stay with a nice regulated nervous system. I'm not dysregulated where the littlest thing is going to make me snap and yell and be kind of angry and snippy like I used to be. I thought I'd put this out there because I think it's a great way to flip the script. I know a lot of books say, find your joy, find your happiness, move towards that. Well, sometimes you don't know what that is, but at least you can move away from what you don't want and not run away from it. Meaning I think some people want to run away from medicine right now. And I understand that wholeheartedly. I fully understand that. But you have to know what you're running towards, because if you just run away from something and and jump into something else because you think it's going to be better, but it's not aligned with who you are and where you want to go. Ultimately, you're going to burn out in whatever that other job is too. So you definitely want to know where you're running. But at least in the meanwhile, you can write down some things that you could start working on getting off your plate that may make your life just feel that much better. And all you need is that much better. I'm, I'm telling you right now, you get a little bit of breathing room, just a little bit of breathing room. And man, it feels like the clouds open up. It just feels so good. So I hope this helps. I always hope it helps. I love you all so much. I'll see you back here next week. Have you been thinking about collagen supplementation? I was too, and I didn't know where to start. So I started doing some research and I wanted to make sure the collagen was bioavailable, that it didn't have any added artificial flavors, colors, sugar. And what I found is this awesome product by LifeVantage. I've been taking this for months. My skin feels incredible. And this collagen is amazing. It's easy to take. It tastes delicious. And not only is it replenishing all of my depleted collagen that started in my 20s, it's also activating my body to produce collagen and it's maintaining my levels of collagen by reducing the enzymes that break it down. So if you'd like to check out this collagen check out the link in the podcast notes and get excited for softer, more supple, more vibrant and glowing skin. If you're really enjoying this podcast, head on over to Apple and give me a rating and review and also click that follow button so that you know when the next podcast comes out. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time.
The information, opinion, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in the podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast is not to be considered professional advice. Before starting any change in physical, mental, or dietary practice, you should consult your medical provider. 